0: If I could live without anything for one day, it'd be technology. And then you'd be like, oh, why is that? Is it because it's so bloody difficult to choose one? Great. No, we don't have to. It's two scripted
1: now. Yeah. It won't work. No (laughs) improv. No improv. (laughs) No improv. Stick to the podcast script that has been decided. Okay. Hi, and welcome to the Lighthouse London podcast. Today, I'm Dan. And uh, I'm Russell. Um, (laughs) I'm reading the wrong script. (laughs) I'm Christy. Fresh combo, fresh combo. Exactly, mixing it up a little bit. I think if you were gonna hashtag us, you could hashtag us developers. Mm. Hopefully, no one ever hashtag me. So. <laughs> within, well, within Lighthouse. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know.
0: Yeah, I suppose so. Well, I like to think I'm the developer, <laughs> and, uh, and and you're you're like my advisory. Yeah, like a person like a board of trustees. Yeah, yeah, a board of, you're my board of trustees that I have to pass things by. Revolutionary ideas have to get passed by you. I like that. Yeah. That's that feels like what I do. And it pretty much makes our company sound more um official.
1: Yeah, like there's some kind of process. That's totally how we work. I mean, I think within the company there's lots of different skills, but because we both are not hashtag developers, just yeah. standard tag developers. Um We're going to talk a little bit about technology. Yay. Yay, but don't worry. It's not going to get too technical because I'm scared of getting found out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Getting fucking rooted out. Absolutely. That's the last thing I need. Um, So I suppose one thing people come and ask us when we're sitting down considering people considering to work with us or when we're speccing out projects is what are you going to build it in?
0: Yeah. Well, everyone always seems to turn up... Well, not everyone. There's a large majority that kind of turn up with this. They've, they've potentially heard some kind of buzzword along the way of some technology, and they've turned up with that in their head. They're like, mm. I am prepared for this meeting. I know what technology I need, and like, we're going to need the databases and the JavaScripts. <laughs> and they come in... And they're definitely just like, this is what we need, and it has to be like that. Um, and, uh, yeah, and then that's already the beginning of the battle, as it were. Because potentially they have come in with the perfect choice mm. for what they need to do, but there's still the whole process based around like saying that that
1: is the perfect choice. So I think it's probably because they, it's something they know not very much about, and but it's also quite a high-profile thing, like what's it built in you know it's, yeah. it's seen as um there's a certain i suppose there's a certain coolness to it in a way Oh like yeah definitely if people are looking to do a tech startup a lot of the people they'll look at will be quite vocal about what what programming language they use and there's just a lot of noise out there i suppose yeah, yeah. i mean it's one of those questions you can't yeah, you, know, you cannot google which is the best programming language, and well, you find anything useful. Well, you can, but you won't get anything I useful. I think Google might hijack that one. It definitely
0: comes up with Go. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, they know that one. What a joke. Yeah. They, Why would you call your language Go? It's Do you true. know how hard that is to Google for help? <laughs> go. Go help. Like, Go Slack overflow. <laughs> your browser just thinks you're talking to it. Yeah. Go!
1: <laughs> I never thought of that. Yeah, yeah. anyway. You are. Bad naming there. Bad naming. But I think you cannot you cannot Google what is the best programming language and get anything sensible back. It's like googling for what's the best city in the world. There's probably a tool out there. Like, what programming language
0: should I use? Um, and I'm almost certain that it will be like some form of offensive response. To oh yeah,
1: completely. It's just people um, yelling at each other. Yeah, yeah, and that and that I think people see that and think, well these are people who know what they're doing, i.e. developers, yeah. and they're very, very opinionated, so this must be very, very important, what they're saying. And the, and the winner of this argument is basically right, and that's the programming language used, and the loser is wrong.
0: Yeah, it definitely, it's... I mean, I don't want to, like, stereotype people or anything. So, so I went to City University and studied computer science there, mm-hmm. and there was, like, 200 people or something. And you came up against these dudes who were just like, this is how it's done. You're an idiot for not thinking this is how it's done. And like, just totally stuck in their ways. And I'm fine with being stuck in your ways. Like, Yeah, you find something, you get comfortable with it. But with programming and this entire industry, it all moves so quickly that you can't just settle on a programming language. I wouldn't say I am a PHP developer or anything, even though we mainly code in PHP. I'd say I'm a programmer because you learn to program. You learn the concepts and then they should technically like, between the sex of programming, like, object-orientated and functional, you should just be able to apply them to other languages, thus bringing it back to this whole thing of selecting a technology best suited to the situation and not just being a massive fanboy. Because I am a sucker for the newest, coolest thing. Yeah, this yeah. does not mean that I'm going to use that on every project. That's just because of personal interest, and, and that's the thing. You, your personal interest can take you wherever you want, but at the end of the day, when it when it does come back to the job, like, you have to choose the right tools. For that job you can't like you have your opinion and your opinion is what the right tools are not what your favorite programming
1: language completely is. and it's almost all those arguments are always based around just one aspect of a programming language oh, so yeah, just, so you know you'll have someone <laughs> you'll have someone arguing about a programming language being better designed the way you write it is nicer yeah it, it looks nicer yeah. and those are important things because definitely you've got to enjoy using it but that's like one aspect of a programming language. You know, there's also how well adopted is it, which I would say is, again, it's quite a complex thing. I mean, coming back to what's the best city to live in, you know, there's a complex set of reasons, pros and cons, of why somewhere is good and works, you know, why living somewhere, why you like it, and things you don't like about it. You know, It's like, if you live in a city, there's way more opportunity, there's way more stuff going on, you're more likely to get mugged. All programming languages have pros and cons. You know, like the latest, yeah, the yeah. latest and greatest might be incredibly That's fast. That's a good
0: analogy for Java. Is <laughs> it? Yeah, getting
1: mugged. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. got
0: everything, but you're getting mugged. Yeah. <laughs> if we went through a, a couple of them, like for example, like two of the big ones that are always slated is Java and PHP. Yeah, and and Java. Oh, I don't know, maybe it's just not a cool language or something like that, but that language is the perfect language for teaching someone how to program because all of the constructs in programming are enforced so strictly right. that, yeah, you should just totally start with Java. If you want to learn object oriented programming, Yeah. start with Java yeah. because you have to. There's a, you can't yeah. do anything that isn't an object. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's great for that, if you get what I mean. And then there are these massive applications for speed and stuff like that. Mm. Where, where Java is totally the top choice there. Mm. And then PHP, and I actually came up with a new rule the other day about what I'm going to call internet literature, that <laughs> specifically about programming languages, Yeah. specifically PHP. I will not read an article <laughs> unless it's been published in a book. Right. <laughs> because like, I've had enough of all these blogs and all of that, like, some PHP noob and all of this yeah. stuff? And it's like, well, come on, man. Like, you're, you're doing something with an array and you're like, oh, I need to fill this array. You don't even have to look it up in the docs. You yeah. have to array underscore fill. Anything you ever wanted to do, you're like, all right, I want the third element of this array. Get third element of array. I'm guaranteed there's a function for that. Yeah. But, and then on top of that, it's quick to develop, well supported on servers. There's hardly any setup time. Everyone knows it. And it's just like, well, especially so we deal with loads of startups. Why would they not go with PHP? And everyone's like, oh, yeah, but what about the speed and this and that and the other? And you're like, well, what does the speed... Like, if it suddenly yeah. hits a point where speed matters, they've made it. Cool. Yeah. Throw loads of money. Get an in-house Ruby team, if yeah, you like, yeah. so please. Yeah. But, like, the point is, <laughs> until that happens, until speed is an issue, mm. use PHP. And then, to be honest, you could just use that Facebook thing that compiles it down to C. So. Yeah, well, that's it. I think, that,
1: <laughs> I think you're absolutely right. Like, I think Facebook's a really good example because... There's there's someone who started out with a set of technologies and as they grew and kind of went beyond what those technologies could do, they started building their own. There's a pro and con to that as well. If you build your own technology, only you're going to know it, yeah. you know, but it's going to be completely pinpoint on what your requirement for it is. So you do see a lot of people kind of moaning and I would just say it's programmers trying to make things better and simultaneously upsetting each other. Yeah, basically, that's all that stuff is one of the other things you've got to consider with programming language is how many people are contributing to it, how many people, how many people's ideas is this a combination of. Yeah. Um because then you've got to, you can really leverage something there. You know, you can you've got an entire community all trying to make this one thing better. And of course it fragments, but that's just that's just how something evolves, isn't it? You know, if everyone just stayed on w- with one programming language and one way of doing it, it would stay that way forever but it doesn't it fragments and evolves so that's what you're seeing there but as someone that's picking technology there's nothing that says i'm going to get any benefit from being one of those little fragments from, yeah. from being at that absolute forefront this is true i would say there's more benefit from kind of playing it safe to a degree you know because different circumstances <laughs> need different decisions and when the circumstance is a business You've got to, you've got to consider it a lot more. I actually read something really good. I can't remember who by. If I remember, I'll put a link to it somewhere. But it was basically saying that you pick your tools and you push your tools as far as you can take yeah. them. And just because there's another tool that could do the job you're trying to do better, if you can use your existing tool to do it well enough, then do because the 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 benefit of having a few well-chosen tools is perfect. You don't what you don't want is to say, okay, here's all the different technologies we're using on this project, and there's loads of them. Who's gonna be able to pick that up and run with it ever? Right. And that's then a business risk. That's yeah. a business you know, if that it's if that, that client turns around and goes, Hey, do you know what we really need to increase the speed that we're making changes here, we're gonna we're gonna hire someone in can you let me know the technologies you yeah, use? I and you go back to them with like Bible of t- <laughs> of different technologies, <laughs> and just go, well, good luck with that. What's happened there is my my choices and my not being sensible in in the technology pick have now caused your business yeah. damage. You know. Did you refer to it as technical
0: debt at some point? I feel like you might have tried to coin something there. Your technical technical debt.
1: No your technical. Te- yes. Was that was that something else
0: that you were trying to coin?
1: Technical debt. Is something else that I've forgotten.
0: I mean, to bring it, anyway, yeah. to bring it back to the the, the database and pushing your tools as far as you c- can go. Have you ever um, read about Instagram and their expansion? No. It was, well, it was quite funny and very like serendipitous, I suppose. Yeah. So they they got bought up by Facebook. Well, well, no, it was prior to that. It was it was before they got bought by Facebook, and they suddenly like they boomed and they got massive, and it it was like proper. Load of crap, and they were using like an AWS server for the database and stuff like that, and then it hit this certain point there. They're like, we, like, we we don't really like, we're totally winging this, and (laughs) uh, we kind of need to sort the database out, but we don't know what to do. And then just as that happened. Amazon released a bigger, like more powerful database server, and they were like ace. Bought that one, upgraded to that, and apparently this happened like another two times. Or right, something. Yeah. Like, they would hit this point, they're like totally like saturated, and they're like, "What are we gonna do? Like, we don't know what we're doing." And then Amazon would be like, "Here, yeah, I have a more powerful have database."
1: More... <laughs> well, that's it. You never see you... any attempt to plan for scaling. I just always think fails because you never know. Like, it's, it's people talk about scaling as if scaling is like a a one thing, like, oh, there's you've got to scale. But how have you got to scale? Like, what is the, what's the bottleneck in your software? And you don't know that at the beginning. Is it going to be that you're going to have too many users? Is it going to be that there's going to be one user doing this particular action which is causing a load of problems with the database? Is it going to be just that you hit hit the limit of one of your technologies? And you just don't know, so it's almost like...
0: Well, I bring it back to what I said at the beginning, that if... If it kind of hits that point where the technology isn't suited anymore, uh, you've probably made it. Yeah. So the scaling there is to rebuild. Totally. Rebuild with some money because potentially you you built the initial one with not a lot of money. Yeah. So. Absolutely. Congratulations.
1: Another um. Another. So another element that's important about choices in technology, which I find quite ironic, is like the community around yeah. it and how that community behaves and the, and the irony is as we were talking before most of the articles about which programming language is best are completely unbalanced people shouting at each other yeah. and then that person goes well why doesn't everyone want to use my programming language the programming language I love and it's like well how are you going to get people how are you going to teach people it you know if you want to, if you want someone to learn it you've got to make it easy to pick up yeah, and definitely. for them to feel like this is a good choice, the people, the people that are teaching me this are, are nice, this is, I get a good feeling, because like, most of the times we're making bets on the future. Right? You know, when someone says to us, give us your opinion on what technology I should use, you essentially, you've got a caveat with, but I've no idea. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know what's going to happen in the future. So yeah, half the time you're saying, you're just using your, you're using your experience to, to look at, a say, a programming language, and what you're looking for is, well, what's the community like? If I Google for a common problem, is someone solving it or is someone going, oh, yeah. Yeah. Are people nice in IRC? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we still use IRC. (laughs) Exactly. What's that? And I mean, you had that, well, we might talk about that. I've I've had a lot of back and forth with lots
0: of developers of various kind of technologies and stuff like that. And uh, so recently, well, not even recently, I tend to kind of... uh, Instead of going on Stack Overflow and things like that, or I see, mm. I've, I've just been hunting down the main developers' emails and stuff. Nice. And I just email them directly yeah, yeah. whenever I have like an issue or a question, or even just to be like, "Yo, this technology is dope." Yeah. <laughs> um. And pretty much my my Twitter account, I never use it apart from to tweet at a bit of technology yeah. to be like, "Thanks for that." Like, yeah, 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 yeah. That was super useful. Um, but uh. Yeah, so like when the people that are developing it are nice, and and the people around it and the community and everyone's really helpful, of course you're you're gonna
1: kind of feel warm towards it, and that will outweigh, uh, you know, the it a perceived oh this isn't the fastest, yeah, or this isn't you know oh there's there's stories of it scaling badly or something, <laughs> you it's it's a massive part of it the, to like you say to feel good about it and the yeah. people around that community, yeah, but you know that's a uh, that's just i suppose that's just like anything like isn't it you want to you'll you'll go to a local coffee shop where you like the people you know what i mean you won't go to one that's maybe got better coffee but you find pretentious you know it's no like anything, I, i'd like.
0: definitely go to the one with the nicer coffee so. yeah fine <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's cuz you're a
1: programmer well, that's
0: cuz <laughs> i'm a bit but, well a yeah i think what we're really trying to say is programmers are just fucking awful
1: uh-huh. yeah no they they they, They they're the wrong people to ask they're the wrong people that's it they're the wrong people to ask actually because like i say it's like asking someone like how how do how should i raise a child yeah you know what i mean and actually most people who have children have two so it's like well you're an expert at this you've done it twice you know and so it's basically saying they're just going to tell you how they do it yeah and that's not actually a an answer with any perspective on your on your problem and your situation you know so it's it's like that with with programmers talking about the programming language they love of course they want it to get bigger they want they want to be programming they want a job you know they, yeah. they want everyone to use it so it's not i think if i was gonna conclude on it i'd say don't ask a programmer what programming language you should right. use it they're 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 biased um <laughs> I mean play it safe I would would be like yeah. I would err on the side of unless there's a really good reason to use something new and yeah. and yeah, I feel specific like, you know quite niche I would back away from it don't yeah. give yourself that that headache just pick standard stuff
0: I feel like we focus quite a lot on being like no stay away from like big scary fucking mm. something new scary programming yeah. language or technology or whatever but but that's that's like totally not sure, what I want to get across so no, no. Yeah, I yeah. mean recently with um up all hours
1: mm-hmm.
0: we uh we use something we had never used there before with the content delivery network yep and um and that's I mean like yeah, they've been around for a while, but mm. like with contentful and things like that it's it's uh it's kind of getting bigger and more more well known and easier to use but it was still like a little bit of a risk we weren't going to just do a basic static database and it's because it suited itself to their needs that they had a very definitive business plan that potentially they, well (laughs) definitive potentially uh, it was a definitive business plan (laughs) that they would uh, at some point do an app Yeah. and we wanted to keep the content agnostic so that it wouldn't be this double up thing and potentially that Meant that we put a lot more time into the project yeah. than before. So this was that was almost a risk on our part, yeah, and not the client's part.
1: I think you're right. I think you can go totally. You can go over the top because you're trying to stop people making mistakes. You can definitely be too cautious and not actually take an opportunity. I mean, I would. I would just say. I think there was another article I read. Which I also can't remember, but we'll find the link, um, yeah, which is basically right? saying, you know, on every project, you got to keep it pretty boring, and you get one, you get one kind of token to spend right. on like a an out there like a, on something you haven't used before or something that's just slightly non-standard, or and you you've got to use that well, you know, you've got to use it for because the problem is specific and this will solve it, not because you've just come across the website. Yeah and it looked nice, you yeah. know, and so there's, there's I, I quite like that as an approach, because you're absolutely right, like, we don't, you don't just want to sit there doing things the old way, the old way, you've got to be looking to constantly move forward, but I think, as you say, it's how, it's how you move forward, and yeah. not, and not giving yourself a massive problem that you, that's potentially going to threaten someone's business, yeah. Um Certainly threaten your weekends and evenings as you try and like scramble round in some badly documented frameworks. I feel like your base is not saving.
0: You're talking from experience. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Have you got a specific Uh, um, event in mind where you chose a completely outlandish technology in your younger, more wild days? I think the 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 MongoDB
1: experiment was uh, was my most painful, primarily because. I just, I didn't use it for what it's good at. So, it's a, as a technology, it's great at quickly pushing data in and out, but that data's pretty loose. It's not structured. And I was using it for something that required more structured data. And so, essentially, I just it was having a massive headache keeping everything organised. Um, it's got a stupid name, too. It, it, well, it also... <laughs> It, it, I think it's a, it was... I enjoyed using it, but then the application that was built with it became a massive headache. And it no, did yeah. stuff like... Um, you know, Mongo basically just makes it so easy to save things that it won't even need you to set up a database. It will just start saving stuff. As soon as you as soon as soon you start saving it, just start saving it. And, um, oh, man, I upgraded it, and um, it moved where the database was. And so... Whereas if that had happened with any technology that I knew before that, it would say, I can't find your database, sorry. But instead it just said, that's all right, I'll just start saving again. So the application worked completely well, but because the database had moved, there was no data in the application anymore. And um, so yeah, I spent a good good couple of hours uh, freaking out and uh, trying to start writing an email to the client saying... Uh. <laughs> Guys, <laughs> slight change in user numbers. <laughs> uh, PS, on, on sorry. A, on, a down, on a downward kind of vibe. Um, but yeah, I mean, that was just, I suppose that was me not, it was me not, no, it wasn't so much a problem with the technology, but that, I mean, that incident really was just an incident. Yeah. More, more the reason it was a problem was because I was trying out and it was the wrong use case for it you know and and when I look back it's just like when you find a problem that the stuff you know can't fix then go and try mm. it or if you're on a project with low risk like a side project personal thing when we work internally you know we're like looking at all sorts of stuff when we when we work on internal stuff um, but when it's when it's a business you've got to pick your technologies in the same way you pick anything else your business you know you wouldn't you know you, you, you get yourself an office. And it's got enough plug sockets. You know, you don't you don't go and try somewhere that's got an entirely different source of power. You yeah. know what I mean? Like yeah, you, no, you, I get that. You, you play. There's certain things you just when it's your business you keep it. You have to keep keep it, it so simple. I,
0: I'd like to point out that um no no accidents like losing your database are going to happen <laughs> under my reign.
1: <laughs> no, um, no, uh,
0: it didn't actually happen. <laughs> I thought it had happened. It, Whatever. I think I've I I reckon I've had a lot of run-ins with biting off too much, mm. uh with kind of fandangled technologies because I'm very frivolous about like oh yeah I can do that. Someone will be like can you can do that and I'm that's like, why I'm here. Yeah, that's like, why I the can, board of trustees. I can is totally here. do that. But the thing is I can totally I know, do yeah, it, yeah. but it's not necessarily the best thing. It might like the client. They, they get a sweet deal. <laughs> but uh, I end up running myself into the ground, like the whole uh, WebGL incident. Mm. So I absolutely loved kind of getting my fingers back into that kind of thing yeah. because that was one of my favourite things. So what, what was WebGL was, to
1: a, to a, non, a non-tech?
0: Oh, so um, like 3D... N- not me, I, obviously, I understand yeah, what you Yeah, you totally know. Um, like, so WebGL is uh, 3D graphics. Framework, mm-hmm. as it were Well, it doesn't actually have to be 3D. it's just a graphics framework, but you can do 3D stuff with it. Oh. Um, and uh, it was one of my favorite things before was with C++ and OpenGL, which mm-hmm. kind of, and a, a lot of video games and stuff like that uh, made using it. and it's, it's just good fun you get down into the nitty-gritty mathematical programming of yeah. graphics. So when I started this job, that you know, I kind of had to put that behind me, that over, that part of my life was over. I was no longer like a <laughs> no three D for yeah, you. yeah, no three D for me. web. And then this project comes along, and it's like this guy, this guy's gonna need some kind of like three D modeling type yeah, that software was quite su- type I remember. thing. I was and quite was
1: surprised like, oh. that um, yeah, oh, I was like oh, we were, like, we were like, like, like we've got a web developer, and it was like. Who's making 3D stuff appear yeah, on yeah. the screen?
0: <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, so yeah, I totally just got to do quite a big project in WebGL, and it's loads of fun. Mm-hmm. But if you look at the hours I put into that, yeah, man. I, mean, I, I mean, what came out of it is absolutely nuts because it's in a website, and you're <laughs> yeah. like, yeah, how is this in a website? Yeah, but it was an inordinate amount yeah, of time. Yeah, it was. It, it was.
1: It was. Um, you're right. I think it. I remember the client seeing it. And basically just being like, "What are you guys doing?" Because yeah. he like came with his, he had his brief, yeah. And at no no point in his brief did <laughs> say you'll be able to like rotate yeah. around the uh, the yeah, objects yeah, yeah. and view yeah, it from any perceivable <laughs> angle. I think I I often find
0: myself whenever we get clients in that I take them over to my computer and I I always have the code up at the same time just in case something breaks. Yeah. But what always ends up happening is we're chatting about something and they're like, "Oh, like maybe." Uh, they're just kind of throwing things out there, expecting me to take notes and not yeah. kind of do it at the time. But he, he was like, uh, Oh, yeah, maybe you could kind of tilt the wardrobe this way a little bit and change the lighting a bit. And I yeah. flip over to the code, and I'm suddenly yeah. like changing a bunch of stuff and refresh it. And then, like, the wardrobe's all changed. And he was just like, Mind blown, yeah. <laughs> like, totally. Oh my god, I have hired the right guy here. This is <laughs> nuts. This guy this guy is programming a wardrobe. Like, here I am making one with my hands like an idiot. It was this a, guy's a, programming. It was, a,
1: it was a tool for designing a wardrobe. If, if um. uh, we hadn't mentioned that, that's why we're talking. So, wardrobe is not a programming language. Wardrobe, wardrobe is a programming language. <laughs> Wardrobe.js, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's for uh, it's Ren- very good at
0: compartment compartmenting yeah. things. nice that was it's yeah. g-
1: actually not a bad name but just so i mean there's there's so many .js names and you can't and you just think it's almost like you think of the name first and then write your yeah your, your programming name i've got a couple framework. of .js ones yeah there's uh gas, gas meter
0: .js gas yeah so if, if anyone out there ever wants to um wants to put a gas meter on their website, <laughs> <laughs> drop me an email, and uh, I'll send you the code. But, I mean, there's... Yeah, it, you're right, there is, like, every next kind of Ooh. thing ever named is a JavaScript framework, and... Uh,
1: one um, th- one thing I was hearing about that was I read something about Inside Google where, basically, it's, like, kudos to write your own JavaScript framework. Yeah, and that's what a lot of this stuff is as well. Yeah, you know, When people look at all this stuff, it's like... You know that that's one side. That's one piece of technology. JavaScript frameworks that I definitely say is just it's just not sustainable. It's not like <laughs> it's not mature enough. Oh, well,
0: JavaScript like, is not mature enough, and it's so someone should probably develop JavaScript
1: first before they start putting a framework in it. <laughs> it's like jQuery hit, and I remember being like, "Wow, God bless that JQuery. is," Im- and it just like changed. Your, you were just like, "This is so good." Yeah. And then now, just the amount of them, and you just think. Why are people creating so many? Yeah. And and you can't. The, your problem is you pick one, and it's and then it's gone. Yeah. And that's exactly what you don't want from your technology. No. You know. So no matter how great it looks, it's like you just do not want to have back to horse in a race, and then find out that even the people that are it's made actually a camel, it's, <laughs> it's a camel race. Damn it! If JavaScript's well, an animal, it's a camel.
0: Yeah, maybe, but. Uh, Thinking about all the all the frameworks and stuff like that that have popped up, and how they've all also disappeared, jQuery is pretty amazing because it's mm. definitely it's just like stuck about. And so I it's actually got draw- a philosophy, isn't it?
1: Yeah, it's like it doesn't. It's similar, I suppose, to WordPress, which is obviously a CMS. Falls maybe a little bit. It's similar considerations. I would say there's something slightly different with a with a CMS to a programming language in in, in what you consider, but those. They were obsessed with like not breaking with back, you know, with backwards compatibility. Yeah. And again, something like that, it's a pro and a con. It's going to make your your framework more complicated. It's going to, you know, your the file size is going to be bigger, which for JavaScript is important because obviously you're downloading it. Um, but it's not going to break. So again, it's a pro and a con. You just got to make your choice. You know, yeah. you you decide if the payoff of it being a more complex system because it's backwards compatible is worth it for you.
0: Thinking about jQuery and PHP. Because yes. I, I put them very much in the same kind of like oh my God, I can't believe you don't use like newfangled.js New yeah. or Ruby on Go.com. Yes. Um but uh, I I have exactly the same thing with jQuery as PHP. I just guess syntax. Mm. Honestly, like whenever Russ Russell He's been on the podcast. He's been there uh, yeah Russ. Russ, Russ. Oh Russ? Yeah, Russ. Russ. Russ, Russell, hi oh. Russ, <laughs> Russell. Um, yeah, whenever he's got something that he needs help with, and he kind of taps you on the shoulder, and it's often some kind of JavaScript something mm-hmm. like that. i he must just think I've memorised the documentation. Yeah. But I am totally just guessing, and yeah, because, because it's such, they've got such good format, and and they've they've laid out these kind of explicit rules about how things work. Um, I can just guess it, yeah. and it it bloody works.
1: Yeah exactly again like a good it's a we, it's well designed yeah you know um, which for a programmer is really important and for a business can also be important because it can affect you know people have got to enjoy programming what they're doing you know and, oh, yeah. and so your your choice is, you know you've got to it's definitely an element of it you know if something's really hard to use yeah then you know, people aren't going to be happy using it and that's one aspect but as I say, there's just a lot of different aspects, and you so rarely see them. You so rarely see a balanced right. debate about I why these why these things coexist. You know, it's yeah. almost like you read these articles about a PHP, which are basically incredulous <laughs> that it exists at all. Yeah. and you just sort of well, think about it. You know, you're 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 supposed to be experienced in this thing. Why does it exist, even like, though you've given me yeah. this long list of reasons why it sucks? <laughs> with the type of clients we work with, as well. Where
0: we get them to a point where they're gonna take it forward. Yeah. Potentially, they want an in-house dev team, mm-hmm. uh, but that's when we we let them go. We <laughs> let them fly into the world We <laughs> let, let them fly. fly. And um, with their let's PHP say they wings. Yeah, with their PHP wings <laughs> and their jQuery, <laughs> and and let's say they get that in-house dev team, and that guy can sit down straight with and be like, "Excellent, hmm. I know what's going on." Whereas if we sent them off into the world after writing something in Go and using CoffeeScript to compile down yeah. to JavaScript and, like, they, it would just be an... Abs-
1: they'd pretty much just have to hire me. Yeah. Um, I think, and I think that's our circumstance, isn't it? Yeah. Like, because we're doing client work, if you were on a... If you, like, built a product, like, if you worked on a... You know, on, on a product all the time, like so you're... Like 37 signals. Like them? Maybe if you were them, you can, you can, because you're constantly working on the same code base, the same technologies, you can make, you can take risks, right? You can pick things which are going to solve stuff. What are you about to say about those things? Yeah, You thought some way of like having, like insulting me. No, 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 no,
0: not insulting you, but, um, <laughs> but potentially I'm, I'm going to pitch something to you. <laughs> okay, nice. So I think we fob off clients. Yeah. And and pretty much try and do a thirty-seven signals go product um, yeah yeah and we change our name from Lighthouse Lighthouse London yeah to three less than seven signals because there's four of us three, three less than, less than, than seven, seven signals.
1: signals well they don't it doesn't exist as a name anymore they're just called Basecamp now so and we're called three less <laughs> than
0: seven signals
1: but would you want to do product because
0: I would like to start a lot. I want the name, and I want to start a lot of projects and not finish any. Because <laughs> <That's not laughs> I really enjoy that. Products
1: is start, that. Like starting one project and never finishing it. Right, right. But we're going to start lots. Or if it finishes, you've got a problem. It's gone out of business. Oh yeah. We could do that. We could specialise in just starting projects. That would yeah. be actually quite awesome. And getting them out the that door. That would be and our thing. Yeah. It's like we don't finish. Like it, that would be our mythology. Yeah, yeah. We don't finish it.
0: We're the Walmart act that no one likes. We leave. Li-
1: and we just leave you with yeah. a half finished project <laughs> and then we could somehow sell that that was a highly effective thing to do for your business because because of the panic it would induce just like one day we'll randomly stop working on your project and not contact you anymore yeah. and the panic that that would induce in you would actually be really good for your business Yeah, yeah. like you would... you quickly source a developer yeah. you'd get them on and like you'd, you'd drive That's it forward
0: good. this is good The uh, I mean the so other just, side of it just is... disappear one day yeah the other side of it is the whole kind of throw shit at a wall and <laughs> hope something sticks. That's what I'm saying. Oh, I want, right, I want I see. bigger output of projects. Well, keep throwing to be, them at the ah, wall. So eventually, like something a, sticks. Um,
1: you want to be like an idea generation. Yeah, and idea.
0: then we just sell it to Facebook.
1: Happy to. So. Absolutely happy to. Yeah, that's that. Awesome, and that's that's how we finish.
0: Yeah, pretty much. We just sell both this podcast, yeah. all the ideas within it. Yeah, and every idea I think from now until the next ideas. podcast. Yeah, yeah, I sell future ideas.
1: The ideas I might have
0: to Facebook, if you're listening, for the grand sum of uh, uh, a little uh, bit more uh, than what no, you bought yeah, Instagram no, no, for. No, no,
1: no, let them put a the number on the table. All right, don't you know?
0: And it has to cost more than the table.
1: <laughs> so, I think that that's a perfect place to finish because. We've basically come full circle. We've just demonstrated why I'm the board of trustees and you're the person who wants to try out new things and, yeah. and how that works. But what he doesn't know
0: is I'm always trying out the new things, I just don't tell him. <laughs> cool. I'm that guy that goes, you to just the, save all the files as yeah, .php. Yeah. yeah, they're just there's saved no, as.php. No, no, I'm, I'm that, that guy that goes to the that doctor. You've made up. Yeah. yeah, I'm the guy that goes to the doctor. And lies about how many cigarettes and how much I drink on the phone. <laughs> Everyone lies. He them. thinks I'm healthy.
1: <laughs> oh god! Idiot. Oh, we need to do some code reviews. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> My code is golden. I'm just going to wrap up by saying thanks for listening. That was us talking about technology choices and some other stuff that I'm going to have to edit out. Please feel free to get in touch. Websites wearelighthouse.com. See you next week. Go. (laughs) Bye.